It's Thursday, March 2, 2023. Well, the historic string of storms drenched the state and have many wondering whether our drought could soon be over. Nope. Despite a series of major storms, California's historic drought continues. Norfolk Southern and the other freight rail companies need to stop fighting us. Nope. Railroad industry already fighting new safety regulations in the wake of the Ohio derailment disaster. Plus, record warmth across several states in the U.S. has caused trees and plants to bloom weeks ahead of schedule. Bizarre weather continues as parts of U.S. see earliest spring conditions on record. Earliest spring, it's freezing out here in California. All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. There's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, the Weather Channel. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Dizzy Doyen, I don't know what you global warming people did, but whatever you're doing, it must be working because it is freezing out here in California. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry that you don't like the cold weather. I don't like it one bit. As a matter of fact, I've been in Southern California 30 years. It has never been this cold. So whatever you did, knock it off. (laughs) Okay. Well, on to our top story. A string of major atmospheric rivers have nearly filled several of California's major reservoirs, and a couple of Rare blizzards have helped push California's snowpack to nearly twice its normal levels. The unexpected bounty of water amid the deepest drought in the state in 1,200 years has prompted state and federal water managers to increase their expected allocation of water to the state's agriculture industry in 2023. Good news! However, experts say it will take more than a series of storms to make up for years of deficits. No. Here's Andrew Schwartz of the UC Berkeley Snow Lab. We've gone from extreme and exceptional to kind of a moderate status, and and that continues to shrink. We're not at a point yet where we can declare all of our drought over. We need to be able to conserve water and keep moving forward um, as though we don't have plenty of water. And every drop saved now will be available when we do have a shortage. And there's also the danger that spring heat waves will trigger a fast melt of the snowpack, and that could cause those reservoirs to overflow, bringing a whole different set of problems. Hydrology experts warn that California and other western states continue to use more water than nature provides, especially as climate change is fueling a long-term drying trend. Isn't that just like you? We get all of this rain after this longest ever drought, and you're still complaining about it. (laughs) And spring has already sprung in the U.S., thanks to a much warmer than normal winter. Not here. With scientists reporting early budding of flowers and trees in numerous locations, calling it, quote, another sign of climate change playing out in real time. Parts of Texas, Arkansas, Ohio, Maryland, and New York are all reporting their earliest spring conditions on record. Washington, D.C.'s iconic cherry trees are already starting to bloom. Mm. The date for peak bloom is likely to be among the earliest in history this year for the annual Cherry Blossom Festival on March 20th. That's due in part to the hard work of festival sponsor Chevron, whose profits doubled last year. Oh, man. Since 1970, spring has warmed in virtually all of the hundreds of U.S. locations that were analyzed by climate data 
firm Climate Central. The Southwest has experienced the largest increase. Average spring temperatures are 6 to 7 degrees Fahrenheit warmer in the Southwest than in the 1970s. And spring is not only warming, but arriving earlier, stressing water supplies in the West and extending the allergy season across the country. Well, that's nothing to sneeze at. In the Ohio train derailment disaster, House Democrats on Tuesday unveiled a bill to tighten regulations for trains transporting hazardous materials. But the Lever reports that the rail industry is already fighting new safety rules announced by Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg last week. The industry's main lobbying group, the Association of American Railroads, this week said the government should delay the rulemaking process until after all in investigations of the derailment are completed and demanded that any new regulations only, quote, directly address the cause of this particular accident and nothing else. (laughs) And you may see a new ad campaign by the railroad lobby group burnishing its image to stave off accountability through regulations. Well, don't worry about that. The Republicans are really upset about what happened in Ohio. I'm sure they're going to make sure that railroad industry gets regulated like it should be. In a related note, the Ohio train derailment disaster has also intensified efforts by environmental groups to halt a Trump administration rule that was pushed by the railroad industry, allowing the bulk transport of explosive liquefied natural gas by rail. I'm sure it'll be fine. Finally, a bit of good news. The massive city of Tokyo, Japan, will make rooftop solar panels mandatory for all new homes starting in 2025. I like it. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Let's go up on a roof.